Hello, everyone, and welcome to Someone Should Have Told Me. That little piece in the beginning is by Lauren Dangle, D-A-I-G-L-E. When I first heard that song, I thought it was Adele. So this young lady sings pretty good. She is, like I said, sounds just like Adele. But anyway, I wanted to play that particular song because it is time for us to choose our sides. The whole world is made up of the fight between good and evil. There's no gray area. Either it's good or it's not good, which would be considered evil good or evil. Now, I do not believe that any one person is pure good or just pure evil. We try every single day to become the people that we want to be. And so, most people, I would think, strive to be good. But we need to stand for something. It's was said, if you don't stand for something, you'll go for anything. And I don't want to go for anything. I would like to stand for the good. So I'm choosing my side. And I believe that God is part of the good side. And I've come to the conclusion Lately, that there is a lot of people that do not believe in God. And I mean, people that I consider good. One of my friends who, I mean, she always is fighting for a good cause. She is fighting for the fight of good. But then she tells me, you know, I don't believe in God. And I'm like, oh my goodness, how could you not believe in God? I'm like, who do you go to when you need help? Who do you go to when things get overwhelming and overbearing? What do you do? Well, she says she takes pills to calm her down or whatever. Even with that, I find that when things are going on in the world, that the mental state is out of control. The worry of what's going on and the unknown can become overwhelming for that person. But they handle the day-to-day pretty good. They do, like I said, they are fighting the good fight for good. But if they only knew that Believing in God and trusting in God is just that much more help for you to get through things. I know that I had went to get my son in a school that was a school for children that was very, very smart. As I told you, my kids went to homeschooling. They were reading by three and doing multiplication by five. And so when I went to enroll my oldest son in school, I wanted him to go to this academy where you had to keep a 3.0. 
I wanted him to expand his knowledge with children that was like him. I went to the school to fill out, get an application, and they said, you know, no, it was too late. So I had went to parent-teachers conference when I enrolled him in the school in the neighborhood. When I went to the parent-teacher conference when he was in first grade, because he did homeschooling for kindergarten. So first grade, the teacher was handwriting out his homework. She was handwriting out his multiplication homework because he was the only one in first grade that was doing multiplication. So she said, I will do his homework separately from everyone else because he is so advanced. And so then when he went to second grade, they put him in a second, third split. When I went to parent-teacher conference, the teacher said, you know, I let him do the third grade work, but even he finishes that really fast. And then I run out of things for him to do because then he's helping other children and I have him grade papers. And I'm thinking to myself, that's fine and dandy, but my son is here to learn, not grade papers. So I talked to the teacher and she said, you know, you really need to try to get him into a school of choice. And I would give any recommendations that is needed because really, you know, we need to protect our boys and their minds and we need not lose them when they're excited about learning. And I agreed with her. So I went home and I called the school center building downtown and I tried to let them know what the teacher had said and that we needed to do something. So, you know, they gave me the little standard spill and they said, okay, can you have them fax his standardized test scores down here and we will contact you on Monday. It was a Friday. So I said, okay. So I called the school, had them fax the papers and everything. And then Saturday morning, I got a phone call. I got a phone call from the school center building director and his name was Sterling. I'm not going to say his last name, but you know, I thought that was kind of a cool name, Sterling. Okay. So he called and he said, what school would you like your son to go to? And I told him what school that I had been trying to get into. And I had also went to the school before I went home on the day before. And they had told me application period was over the day before and there was nothing I can do. Well, he said, don't you worry about a thing. We are going to put him in that school after Christmas vacation. and." then he can be where he can flourish and learn at his ability. I was so thankful, but I had prayed to God to guide me. And when I had left that school that told me that I did not get an application from, that I was a couple of days too late, one day, not even a couple of days, one day too late. And I said, God, my son is in need of someone who can teach him and who can help him. And can you please 
Show me what to do. So therefore, it popped in my head to call the school center building, which made everything happen the way that it happened. And then he ended up in the school that I wanted him to be in. And it was very wonderful because he thrived. I said a prayer to God. Prayer is very strong. It doesn't always give you exactly what you want because guess what? When you pray, you tell God to let thy will be done. And sometimes his will is not what you're asking for that is the best for you at the time because things are structured into you have to learn lessons. Everything is just not handed to you. You know, we complain about things. I was looking at this little biblical cartoon about everybody's heard the stories about when the Hebrews were slaves and Moses kept going and saying, let my people go, let the slaves go because he was the chosen one of God. And the Pharaoh wouldn't let him go at first until there was things that happened. And then he finally let the slaves go and they went on a journey to their promised land. There was some things that happened that you would think that the people would have been happy and proud and definitely believing in God because it was things that happened that it had to be some kind of divine intervention. Now, I know you guys know a lot of the stories. If not, then there was stories on Tubi, stories on Netflix, even though they're not exactly what it is. Or you can read the stories in the Bible. And that's another thing. The Bible and the Quran, two different things. And some people believe in the Bible. Some people believe in the Quran. I look at those books as reference books that you go to that for reference about things that have happened. But I raised my kids that you need a personal relationship with God because religion is man-made and religion uses these tools and sometimes Religion uses these tools because it is man-made to benefit the humans that are giving you their interpretation of what these books say. Now, I recommend that you read the books. Read the books for yourself and get your own interpretation of what is meant for you to get out of the book. Now, of course, there's always help that you can go to. Of course, church is a wonderful place because you have people there that think like you and that are trying to do the best that they can. But let me say that no place is perfect. That is why it is a good thing that you go but you only believe 
in God wholeheartedly, 100%. And you don't have to believe everything that a church is telling you because it is still a human entity that is running the church. And if there is something going on in there that is not right because there is human people, human error, and things happen in the church that might not always be godly because the humans are in there doing things. So there's a story about a young lady who was helping out at the church in the kitchen, and she was helping on a regular basis. So she got home from work one day, and they called her, and they said, oh, my goodness, can you come down and help us down here in the kitchen? She said, of course. So she got herself together, even though she was tired after working a long day at work, and she gets to the kitchen, and all the kitchen workers said, Oh, can you like clean up the kitchen? Because we all got to go to a meeting. Now, she was not very happy with that. And she decided to leave that church at that moment. And she told them, are you people kidding me? You called me down here to help you in the kitchen. And then you all going to leave me and go to a meeting while I clean up this whole kitchen by myself? This is not the way of God. And I am leaving this church. And she said some very colorful words to those people. And she left and never went back to that church. But the thing is, everything that says that they are with God not a hundred percent because they are not perfect. They are not perfect. And you have to look at people and how they do things and judge them for who they are. Just because they cry, Lord, Lord, doesn't mean that they are following what he wants them to follow in everything that they do. So you cannot blame God for some of the things that these people do. I was talking to a guy and I was at work on the phone trying to get some supplies. It was a Sunday. And I said, oh, and happy Sunday and God bless you. And he just barked out to me. I don't believe in God. I'm like, what? He says, no, I don't believe in God. I'm like, how could you not believe in God? I mean, the trees, the way things are, he's our creator. And he was like, I do things on myself. If there's a God, why do, why do we have COVID? I said, life is what it is. And we're not going to be just nothing happens. You have to go through things so you can learn some things. You know, lessons learned to help you to be who you're supposed to be in life. No one said that everything was going to be perfect. And as I said, I watched that cartoon about when Moses wanted to get the slaves freed from the Pharaoh and then they got freed. They walked in the desert 
for 40 years. And it is said that the reason it took 40 years is because they complained constantly. And then they created a false God. They built the false God out of gold. And then God does get angry. I would imagine sometimes that he keep giving his best and people keep shoving him to the side and not giving praise to where praise is due. I mean, you didn't believe after he parted the sea and killed all the feral men that was chasing after you, he saved you. And then you ask for water, he gives you water. You ask for food, he gives you food. And then soon as something doesn't work out your way, then you're like, oh my goodness, there is no God. I believe, and you need to choose your side. If there's no God, is there a devil? I mean, who do you choose to worship? And there is a lot of people that are worshiping and being satanic. That is why we have to choose our sides now because things are getting very intense and interesting. And it is so many more people that saying that they don't believe and they are bringing up the Satan and being satanic. I was in the U-Haul, getting a U-Haul truck for something. And the guy behind the desk, he was saying, oh my goodness, yes, I got Bibles over here and Bibles over there. And I don't know why he decided to say these things to me. I hadn't said anything about God or anything about a Bible or I don't know. Maybe it's the way that we carry ourselves. I don't know. He was saying that, and then my husband was with me, and I was joking, and I said, oh, I know I am a minister's daughter, and I married little Satan's son over here, and we started to laugh. And then a voice came out from behind the desk and over in the corner we didn't even know anybody was over there the man said well you know satan was an angel too he just got kicked out of heaven i'm like oh oh my goodness he's over there rooting for satan what is going on i was just kidding and it was my fault for saying of course that i had married satan's son just because my father was a minister and my husband's father was a motorcycle rider in a motorcycle club. Not that that means that they are satanic or worshiping Satan. I'm not really saying that, but that is what you think when you see them, that they're not really God people. I would not want to live on this earth if I did not know God, because not only did I pray for my son to get to the school that he needed to go to, I have prayed for my marriage for these 36 years that I've been married. It is just going on still, and I still love my husband, and my husband still loves me, and we have been through some things. A couple of things I have told you guys, I have my faith in God 
to do the best for me. You know, the songs that I listen to, I believe that God has my best interest at heart. No matter whatever goes on, even if I don't think it's a good thing, it's a lesson for me. I had read somewhere, Nelson Mandela said, I don't lose. Either I win or I learn. And so therefore, when I have an outcome that is not the outcome that I am hoping for, I look at it as a lesson because I don't know what's ahead and I don't know what I need to know when I get ahead. So therefore, I take the lesson and keep on moving. I believe that everything happens the way it's supposed to happen because in the long run, you got to be prepared at the end. Now, as I was talking about the guy I was talking on the phone to when I called for some supplies, and it was a Sunday, and I'm telling him, well, happy Sunday, and he said he didn't believe in God. And then I end up having this long conversation with him about, you know, I don't understand. Why don't you believe? And he was like, well, my grandmother believed and she died. I was like, okay, so did you expect your grandmother to live forever? Because she had to be up in age. She's your grandmother. And he was like, yeah, it's just the way she died. I said, but you don't know her life. You don't know what she went through. You don't know what or why or the reason. You just know that God has your best interests at heart. And maybe she had to go through some suffering here so she can make it to heaven after life. I don't know, but I do know that your grandmother couldn't live forever and that she was going to eventually go you need not be upset about that. I talked to this guy until I was absolutely almost just blue and tired. And oh my goodness, it was draining me. And I happened to walk into another area where this woman is an advocate for God. And she was talking on the phone to her daughter and her daughter is an advocate. For God. And so therefore they heard me talking. Then they asked to talk to him and he ended up talking to her daughter, which was around the same age as he was. And he would listen to her more than he would listen to me. And I left them and they are still friends to this day because Things don't happen overnight either. It's a process. And the process goes on every single day to get you to where you need to be to be ready for when you need to be ready for down the road. And I understand we live in a microwave world, which means we want everything to be ready right now, right now, right now. So I'm in the store, in the line, and something was going on with the young man in front of me to him because there was an old lady behind me. And I said, you know, if you let this lady go in front of you, she only has a few items, 
you will be blessed for it. And he turned to me and he said, when? I need my blessings right now. I can't wait no months and years to get the blessing. I said, you know what? You get it when you need it. You don't just get it automatically because you do something and all of a sudden you get a blessing. It comes when you need it the most. All your aura, all the things, karma that have you have done when you need it the most is when it shows up that your blessings. So then there is a lot of talk about this Illuminati, which helps a lot of the famous people, supposedly. I don't know anything about it, but I do know that if you are sacrificing something so that you can have something right now, then it can't be beneficial for you later. It is not driven through the good. It has to be driven through the bad. And if it's driven through the bad and you're getting instant gratification, then the latter cannot be that great. And then again, I was reading in the Bible, in Revelations. And if you are really concerned about the things that are going on, people are always pointing out to me, you know, this is what it says is going to happen in Revelations. And you guys, you don't have to take my word for it. Read it for yourself. All the things. And they have been making comical relief from it. I've seen the end of the world on The Simpsons when everybody was caught up. I've seen it on The American Dad. I have looked at recently on Netflix, God's Favorite Idiot. That put some insight. It's only on its first season. It just was telling you that you need to choose your side. You need to figure out what side that you are on because the war of this human race and trying to get through it that you need to arm yourself, put on armor, meaning learn as much as you can. Knowledge is our armor. People who read the Bible, they are saying we are in the last days. Now, the last days of meaning that everything comes to an end eventually. When I say that you need to arm yourself, that means with as much as you can. You know, this is not the time to be on the fence. You need to stand for what you believe in and you need to try to help others to see the truth. Time is passing and it's passing really fast. And whether we are ready or not, things are happening. You see them talking about China getting rid of TikTok because they got a balloon over here trying to spy on us. And who knows the information that they're getting from TikTok. And we're just so into having what we want right now, complaining if it's not. You know, those people who got freed as slaves, Hebrew slaves, and 
they complained and complained and it made their journey longer. And then God said that they were not going to enjoy the promised land because they were complaining way too much and that their children and their children's children were going to be the ones to enjoy it because our mouths get us in trouble a lot. But our mouths can be used as a tool. If you choose your side and try to help to make everybody be able to live life on the good side, because the good side is a good life. Now you can think that the evil side, because they use trickery and of course there's honor amongst thieves, but how could there be any honor with a thief? You are a thief. And because you say that there is honor amongst people who are lying, cheating, and stealing, how can you believe that? So I want to be on the good side. I want to be on the side where I can believe the people that are around me that are really for me. Because on the evil side, you might be left there standing alone when you really need someone. Know who you can call on when you need help. And know that the good side is always going to try to do their best for you. So choose wisely and choose now because pretty soon it's going to be too late. Now, I definitely don't want to offend anyone. I say he, but whatever you feel that the supreme being is, is all that I am saying. Please don't nitpick my words because I am just trying to say, choose your side, choose a good side. Choose the side that you can trust. I also know that they've been saying that these are our last days since I was a little girl. I talk about that comedian, I think her name was Samore in Queens of Comedy, and she said, my grandmother was always saying it was the last days. And I was like, can I just ride my bike one more time? <laughs> Which was hilarious. But guys, you see what's going on in the world. You see that things are changing. You see that things can change in a matter of minutes. You see that they have a space corps now Add it to the military services. Open your eyes and gather your protection. Gather your knowledge and gather your circle and keep the people close that believe like you and think like you and Live our lives to the fullest. I am still saying live your life to the fullest. Time is passing and passing by fast. Now, as always, I enjoy talking to you. I love each and every one of you. And I want you to have a great week until I talk to you again. You can email me at sshtmpodcast at gmail.com. 
You can listen to me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora. Listen now. You can listen to me just about anywhere that there are podcasts. You can also listen to me on YouTube. You have to type in my name, Norlinda Murray, N-O-R-L-Y-N-D-A-M-U-R-R-Y. I will look forward to talking to you again soon. Love you. Have a great week. Bye.